1: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1, everything entertainment, including music.
2: It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine.
1: And Steve Patterson.
0: You like Huey Lewis on the news? This
1: This is is the beat. We have kind of a, a lot of country music news today.
0: Yes, we do, and I will contribute a smidge of it, kind of, sort of.
1: Okay, before we get to that, I don't want to bury the lead. Did you hear the story about this rising country star, his name is Tyler Rich? No. Who discovered the body of a dead man mm. during a run? Whoa. This is, like, super, super tragic. He So, he was out in Massachusetts at a state park, and he was running on New Year's Eve. And I will link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. But on Tyler's Instagram page, he recalls this heartbreaking discovery. He said he saw what he thought was a a young homeless man sleeping. And he ran around him. And then he felt bad for him because he was sleeping face down. And he just looked like he was in a bad place. And he had, I, I think he had a bag tied to his foot. So he turned around and he went back to check on him. And then he realized that this young man wasn't breathing. And then he sees that his face is covered in blood. And he ended up with authority. You know, he ended up, um, he only had his Apple Watch on him. He didn't have a phone. Mm -hmm. So he started running to try to find somebody. And he found uh, an older couple with a phone and called the police. And um, sadly, it looked like the the man had a a gun underneath his body which was face down and so this uh this country artist is saying his heart breaks for this poor young man um obviously this is also you know a tragic event for somebody to discover oh. also Jeez. and um you know he also said that it made He didn't feel relief if if this was a a potential suicide, but he said the fact that somebody didn't, you know, take his life and leave him there. I mean, he said Mm. it was like dead silent and all you could hear is like water from a stream and he feels like he was supposed to find him. And there are too many coincidences that make him believe that that's why he was led to him yikes isn't that it yeah i understand what he
0: means too that's that is a brutal scenario either way yeah yeah but i i understand what he means again tragic anyway you you slice it
2: nobody wants to be alone in their final moments like that right and it's like a fear that you're not laying there alone like that so i think that's cool that he believes that he was meant to bring him to his i guess final resting place i guess you know
1: that's cool yeah, just really, just, oh, my God, just a horrible story. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll link up to this, uh, this guy's Instagram page. But anyway, in happier stories. Yeah, please. Um, you watched something that I'm very surprised by. <laughs> okay, so, and I'm really excited that you watched it because I love this movie.
0: I was at my parents' house, and um, I, I had taken a nap on the, the, the couch and I woke up and heard like, no, 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 that Dolly Parton voice, unmistakable. <laughs> but I heard it coming from what it sounded like a little girl. And so I look up and my my mom has put on Dolly Parton's coat of many colors and she's watching it with my two daughters. And so I'm there and I wake up to this and then I end up watching the majority of the movie with them. It was, a, I guess, a whole, this is a 2015 made for TV movie that came mm-hmm. out. And Dolly is narrating this. And the little girl who plays young Dolly just gets her curly little voice down pat. And (laughs) it was a part of Dolly's story that I never knew. I I never knew this. And so I suppose it made me, first of all, learn more about Dolly Parton's upbringing, a tough upbringing that she had in her family. And uh, it made me like her more.
1: Well, she's got a song called Code of Many Colors. Never heard it. Oh, yes, you have.
0: Her No, I don't think I have.
1: Oh, my gosh. She tells the entire... Well, you probably saw it in the movie.
0: Maybe that was the song she was playing right at the end of the song, or right at the end of the movie.
1: Yes, Like, her mom makes her this coat out of, like, scraps, and she yes. was all excited because it was so pretty and colorful, and then everybody made fun of her at school when she wore it.
0: Oh, but then there's a really tough part where Dolly is so excited, and here you hear the song, Coat of Many Colors... And she thought that she was her mom was pregnant and her mom was going to be giving birth, but the baby did not make it through delivery. Oh, and gosh. they had to bury her little baby. And she was saying in that family, each kid had an opportunity to kind of raise, help raise up a baby. They were born, and then the older ones got to care for the next sure. ones that and came. Her mom so,
1: was probably very young.
0: Yes, and she was so excited about the opportunity to help out, and then she. Laid near his uh, gravesite at night. I mean, there's this really heart wrenching stuff. By the way, it, it was the woman from, uh, was it Jennifer Nettles? Yeah. Who yep. played Dolly's Moon. mother. Yep.
1: Yep. yep yeah. Yep.
0: And she did a really nice job. And then it was Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons yes. who and played the, her father.
1: And the little girl is um, from one of the soap operas. I'm sorry, I can't recall. Um, but she's from a soap opera. Oh, really? Yes. And she did a great job. By the way, for Christmas, I got from my roomie yes. Dolly Parton's um, song teller book.
0: Oh, yes. And it's
1: so great. It's so pretty. It's called My Life in Lyrics, Dolly Parton. Oh. Um, and it's really cool because she breaks down every song and what, what the inspiration for the song was. And she gives a little bit of history over it. It's really well done. It's a really nice, like, coffee table book. The well, twi- that's
0: nice. The
2: twist, turns, and curls of all of her uh,
0: library. Yeah, I mean... That's, <laughs> yes. I, again, I can't hear Dolly's voice ever since she said it sounded curly. <laughs> <laughs> that's already kind <laughs> he of rude has a curly
1: voice, because it's like, you know, it's got a lot of... Yeah, blues and, blues.
0: and that little... Olivia... Uh, <laughs> Alin... Lind is the name of the young actress from *The Young and the Restless*.
1: Young and the Restless. There you go. Who Thank
0: played you. the nine-year-old? Donald yeah, Parton. she did
1: a great job. Yeah,
0: she really did. Yeah, I
1: just thought the movie was very sweet. It was, it was. a very well-done movie. Oh, it good! I'm so sweet. glad you liked it. I'm a country guy now. You are. <laughs> Speaking I of know. which,
0: one of my favorite country bands is uh, Lady Annabelum. I
1: did not know that. I love them. Okay, so they had the final um, number one song of 2020, as far as, I'm sure it's as far as country music goes, and they had the first number one song of 2021. Now, this song actually came out in April, and it was featured on Songland, the NBC um, music show.
0: That you love.
1: Uh, It's so well done. It is, it's the best. I really think this is like the best music show. So, a Canadian singer-songwriter named Madeline Merlot presented uh, the episode's ultimately winning song. It was called I'll Drink to That. Lady A made adjustments to the lyrics with one of the producers on the show, Shane McAnally. They changed the title um, to Champagne Night. And... It is actually the first winning song from Songland to be promoted as an official radio single. So oftentimes they release them to iTunes, but never to actual, you know, they don't all make it to radio. But this is a
0: real deal, legit single. Let's hear it.
1: Here. It's a little bit of a champagne night. It does sound like you are at a campfire or something. Cranking
0: this. Nice. I like that.
1: Uh, By the way, I got the uh, Chris Stapleton um starting over cd for christmas
0: oh you did
1: yeah and i still have a cd player in my car so i was cranking <laughs> that on my way to the cabin it's a great cd and so is i also got letter to me springsteen oh. excellent oh cool excellent he still got it i said to one of my friends the other day i go you know he's still d- so good he goes yeah but the thing is he's he started like crap to begin with. So, you know what okay. I mean? Like Dylan. <laughs> Dylan could put something out and you're like, yeah, it's His still voice good. still
0: sounds the same.
1: Right, exactly. No, it's brings things better than yes, that. Yes, he's so good. Anyway. Hey, when we
0: come back, we gotta go. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a list of movies that got canceled in 2020 that you might be excited to know have what seem like realistic release dates in 2021. So I think this mm. is gonna get you excited. We're staying positive. It's 2021, everybody. We'll dig into that list when we return on Don and Steve on my time. Ooh.
1: Return of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge coming up at ten thirty today, right, Grant?
2: Yes, it's coming back, hundred ninety fifth edition with a score of zero to zero. Yes. Oh, wow! Fresh start for the yes, year. Steve.
0: Now, in the year series, if we're playing like a best of seven series, I'm up two years to none on you. Okay, oh, I'm just saying <laughs> <No, hey>. whatever. <laughs> All right.
1: Jeez. Anyway, that's
0: just the facts.
1: Did anybody watch? Um, Um, Wonder Woman. Oh, yes. 1984. Oh, yes. I'm not going to watch it just because I've not heard one good review. No No way. It's
2: it's the worst movie. No, no, (laughs) no. I'm, I'm bold enough to say it might be one of the top two worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Wait wow. a minute. The only thing I had heard prior to was that it was so fun and this is what 2020 needed. Mm, no, yeah. no. Just what? Just, Steve, your homework, Like, I really recommend
2: you watch it and I'd love to have a conversation with you. We had to watch it last week. We did a two day, because it's three hours long, practically. Two so and we, a half, right? Two and a half, yeah. yeah. So That's we too long. We split it up into two episodes, essentially, because we were doing long days and- uh The first half sets up for something that could be a lot of fun, guys. Could be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and, I hear that then, it just never gets there. Oh, gosh. Like there were, it takes place in the 80s, but there's hardly any 80s about it, there right? There's not
2: a lot of 80s. There's so, there's inconsistencies left and right. I mean, you'd think for the budget that this movie had, I mean, simple things. Like, they're sitting at a dinner table, and one minute there's food in front of them, and the next minute there's it's down to, like, the bare minimum, guys, it's right. that bad. They've Wait, got, you mean
1: the continuity is yeah, bad? Yeah, the continuity of it. <gasps> they've got, they've got
2: to-go Starbucks cups. They're not Starbucks, but they're, like, to-go coffee mugs, and we didn't have those in the 80s. No. You know, like. Hmm. there's things like that but that's not even the like just that is kind of like a crazy part about it but the storyline has it makes no sense there's a whole there's let's say if you break it into three parts you could have gone with one third of it completely out of the whole situation and the end of it i don't even know how she won i
0: mean was it a fight scene was it a conversation was what was it what was it here's two reviews from rotten tomatoes a yin and a yang okay first the yin it's a refreshingly silly and airy adventure focused on the emotions of one character, Wonder Woman, played by Gal Gadot, in a charming end to a tiring year of cinema. That's positive. From The Atlantic. Now, okay. uh, negative one. Okay. It just feels so over-the-top, hammy, and unearned. It doesn't feel lovingly hammy. It feels accidentally cheesy. Mm-hmm. I that, Can I say hey, something
1: controversial? Yes, Queen. I didn't care for the first one that much
0: really you're not alone
1: it was cute it was cute but was it 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 felt a little overhyped
2: some of the listeners that called in last week while you guys were out felt the same way they liked it but not as much the first one and they were real excited for this one but we didn't have one caller and we had a lot of calls ago we didn't have one person that, that that disagreed with us that I mean, they were mocking us that we were going to go watch the second half the the next night. Oh, really? Oh no! It's kind of like a train wreck. You have to see though, like just so you can understand the conversation that I'm having with you guys right now. It's I really yeah, I recommend you watch it just so you can kind of get how bad it is. And 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 one part I'll add to it. And sorry for talking so much is that it's a movie about empowering women, right? And I made this point last week, but the whole movie was about like being someone you're not. And letting one person influence you to become a different—I mean, it just—it—it it, it completely negated all of the Hollywood uh, power that they were trying to give women, and went back to the same old roles that Hollywood oh, continues like to give. The romantic thing, the romantic part of sure. it, the part of the villain constantly needing to be a different person and not who she is, and huh. wanting to be better looking, and it's just there's so many oh. parts of it. I'm sorry to be Sheesh. negative. I'll stop talking. How was Kristen Wegg? Wig. She was fun. The first I was that was
0: the one that was our the biggest. First
2: the first half we were real excited. Then we didn't really see her much. The second half. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Jeez, well, well if you, I guess you won't that. see that, everybody. I don't really? know if I'm, I'm going to commit three hours to it now. No, if
1: it comes up accidentally later down the road, I might sure. just watch it. And if it's yeah. broken
0: up into an episodic right. 20 episodes <laughs> right. of 10 minutes <laughs> exactly. each. I need it on Quibi. I need the right. Quibi version.
1: R.I.P. Quibi, you're dead.
0: Um, here is a list of movies that are actually, they were intended to come out last year. They are coming out this year, we think. Starting with March 5th, Coming to America. This was supposed to come out on demand over... For Christmas, I guess it did not. Anyway, March 5th.
1: That looks good, actually.
0: Eddie Murphy's uh, coming, the number two, coming to America. Uh, Let's get some others that might be fun. How about the 25th James Bond movie, No Time to Die? It's been delayed multiple times, coming out now April 2nd. Wow. Uh, uh, Quiet Place, part two, April 23rd. That was supposed to come out last March. Hmm. Black Widow. Now, there's another female-led superhero movie. May 7th, this one starring Scar Jo, of course. Uh, Let's see what might interest Donna. Oh, here you go, Donna. F9. That's coming out May 28th. That is the next movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. Come on. (laughs) How about Ghostbusters Afterlife? You like ghosts? June 11th, the new movie will feature cameos by most of the surviving original cast members.
1: Yeah, I'll Pass.
0: In the Heights, might I interest you in that? June 18th. It is based on the 2007 Lin-Manuel Miranda musical about a bodega owner.
1: Mm. Do,
0: do you know what Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote?
1: No. Uh, yeah, uh, Alexandra Hamilton.
0: Top Gun Maverick is coming out on July 2nd. Come on, Donna. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I would watch that one.
0: Yeah. 34 sure. years after the original.
1: Yeah, I would watch yes. that one. I saw the original in the theater.
0: Nineteen eighty-six, mm. it came out.
1: Mm.
0: I was three. Jungle Cruise. This is this. I think no. will be good. Hey, come on, Disney, Donna, yeah. Donna, Donna. What? Listen to who stars in it. Okay. Emily Blunt. Mm. You like Blunt? I do. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
1: Yep, there it is. Come on, that's fun. By the way, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I know. Did you see this? Today's <laughs> like did. National Spaghetti Day. And his daughter dropped a piece of spaghetti. Well, the spaghetti fairy dropped it. I'll link it up.
0: He was he was voted the most likable person.
1: He is very likable. He's very likable. He really, really is.
0: And if you if you met him in person, you'd be even more one oh, over. I'm just oh, saying, like wait, Donna, oh, wait for
1: I, it. Oh, I'm just saying <laughs> Of the
0: multiple times that I've interviewed him and we've had just oh, undeniable, wait. undeniable chemistry. He could even make magic with you. Do you get it? I get it. You would love him. He's you charming. Would love he's him. very charming. And you wouldn't complain that he's too big if you saw him in person. He's he's huge. I cannot even describe how big of a human being he is. Unbearably big. So big. So big. <laughs> very big. <laughs> oh, it's been a while since I've heard that. Oh, should we play? Yeah, let's play. College pop culture knowledge. In case you kids forgot the number, I'll tell it to you now. Dial 651-641-1071. Call and vote on Donna, who has zero wins this year, or me, who has zero wins this year. It is game time. Next on Donna and Steve on My Talk
1: very first game of the year for the donna and steve show let's do it It's time to go to college it's time to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter donna donna's a smart one or
2: steve his brain ain't right but it's fun
1: and here's your host i am grant i want to see how smart you are
2: all right, guys. Well, today, like I said earlier, we have a score of zero and zero for each other. But Steve was saying that I guess there's a two-year advantage there.
0: It's two years to none. in the, But, yes, it's zero-zero today, D-Bone. Fresh start, guys, Fine. for
2: the 195th edition. And we have Jen on the phone. And Jen is from White Bear Lake. And she said, and I thought this was kind of fun, she led with, she's so versatile, she's uh, down for anything. So, uh, Steve, I thought you'd roll with that for a little bit.
0: That's really great. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's just here for the party. Yes. Which That's means right. she, she hasn't committed a vote just yet. A lot of people come in, I think, with their hearts set. But she'll wait to hear the topic, I think. I will. All right. Well,
2: before I give you the topic, I got two fun things. It's National Trivia Day, so it's kind of fun that today All is right. National Trivia Day. And then also one fun headline that I wanted to share. There's a class action lawsuit against King Hawaiian bread because it's not made in Hawaii. Did you guys know that? Wow! Someone is suing them because it's made in Los Angeles and not in Hawaii.
1: I wow! That's a I like.
0: I like that I am Grant says. But first, I have some fun news to share with you. There's a class action lawsuit. It's it's my little it's my little
2: fun headline. I'm trying to find different ways because I don't have something on White Bear Lake, so I'm thinking of something sure. interesting no, I like I that we can quickly interject and then move on.
0: We don't get judicial <laughs> enough on this show. What's her name? The player?
2: Jen. Jim.
0: Jen. Hey. Jen. From the blind.
2: Okay, so, so Jen, now that She's, you know, you don't know yet, but we're going to know now. The topic is late night TV talk show hosts. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Okay, late night TV talk show. I'm still. I'm I think still... Steve stays awake longer than Donna does. Oh, <laughs> fair Ooh. enough. Hey, Donna. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I'm guessing.
0: Hey, Jenny. Uh, thank you for your vote of confidence there, Donna. Get the hell out of here. Okay, um, bye. Your new nickname, I think, <laughs> if you haven't already, is jenny from the bear jenny from the bear oh, i like it i yep. like it there we go all right
2: <laughs> all right guys and so jenny will be playing for a my talk t-shirt a very nice gray Woo. with our sweet logo my talk 1071 t-shirt okay and again like i said late okay. night tv talk show host okay and i'm going to ask right. the question and uh i i ask that you stay back let steve answer the questions and then we'll come back to you and you can be his uh rebuttal if needed okay
0: cool thanks
2: all right So we'll start here. This Scottish-American late-night television host comedian author and actor is best known for hosting CBS Late Night talk show from 2005 to 2014.
0: Who is it? Craig Ferguson. I interned for him for three weeks. Continue. Oh, that is awesome, actually. I, we need to talk about that later.
2: This Late Night TV host currently hosts the Late Night talk show on NBC, and prior to that, he was a cast member and head writer for Seth
0: Meyers. Okay.
2: This former Late Night TV host has one of the largest classic car vintage, classic car and vintage motorcycle
0: Jerry collections. In the- Leno. Oh, I have to have Wanna do her lento? Okay,
1: <laughs> that's
0: all we have. Uh, J Bone, Je- I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the Bear. We're all good here, sister. You sense that, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> I'll nice. go get done. Right. What are you up to today, Jenny? Are you hanging in the Bear? You have to do any errands?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm working from home just <sighs> like normal. It's kind of, it's nice, low key day. Nice.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah. It's that, you at know, daycare. We like that. That's great. Yeah. Bosses can't expect much of us today, right? We're just reacclimating to the atmosphere. <laughs> well, that's just you. We gotta start over. <laughs> that's right.
1: Oh hey Donna, you're back. Hey, oh, hey guys. How'd it go? Hi. Really
0: great. Three I for three.
1: It. Oh no.
2: We don't know that for sure. I think.
0: <laughs> that's right. You're
2: right. We don't know that. You're right. All right. So Donna, we're gonna mm. you know how this works?
1: I think so. All
2: righty, wow. I'm gonna start with the first question here. This Scottish-American late-night television host, comedian, author, and actor is best known for hosting CBS late-night talk show from
1: 2005. Craig Ferguson.
2: This late-night TV host currently hosts the Late-Night show on NBC, and prior to that, he was a cast member and head writer for NBC's Saturday Night Live. Late-Night.
1: That is, I think it's Seth Meyers.
2: This former late night TV host has one of the largest classic car and vintage motorcycle collections in the world.
1: Jay Leno.
0: Okay.
1: I'm not sure about Seth Meyers, but
0: switch it. Switch it. I'm going to keep it. Switch it.
1: Stop it, devil man.
0: Do your Leno again, Donna.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. Hey, I'm Jay Leno. <laughs>
0: There it is. There
2: It's like we're playing old tape. I like it. Okay. Well, Donna, good move on not changing Seth Meyers because it was Seth yes! Meyers. I was hoping I could kind of trick you guys and maybe you might say the other SNL guy, but, you know, we went with it. So comes down to the tiebreaker.
0: All
1: right. And oh, so we both got them all? Yeah,
0: you yeah. got them all. Wow. Actually, I don't need
2: to, I'm sorry. Craig Ferguson was the first one. Seth Meyers number two, and Jay Leno number
1: three.
0: <sighs> Way to
2: go into year one, tied with this audio clip, guys. Jen, you're involved.
1: Once you know it, say it. Tonight, Andy <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Saturday Night Live, John Lovitz. Oh, it's uh, what's his face? Johnny
0: Carson. David Letterman. David, David Letterman. Wow, that's
2: a different guy. It's from 1989. That's not Alan Coulter. No, this is from 1989.
0: Just get Coulter. And now here he is. Peter Allen's understudy (laughs) in Legs Diamond, David Letterman. Oh yeah. All right, Jenny from the Bear. You're my girl. All right. (laughs) Way to go,
1: hey, Jen. Thanks. You guys are my favorite. Oh, you're our <laughs> thanks, favorite. Jenny. Thank you. Congratulations. Oh, wow, wow. I don't know what you Thank want. you, guys. Have Whatever. a good 2021. Call us again. <laughs> Thank uh- you, guys. Bye. Ah! How long do we have to say Happy New Year to people?
0: Till February.
1: February.
0: It goes like this. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. August, September. That's September, September in
1: French. <laughs> oh, by the way, I didn't win the lottery.
0: I'm sorry. Were you, did, did you get a scratcher? Or? No, remember
1: I told you I had a dream with a phone number in it? Oh, did I that's... tell you that?
0: I think you did. I think you did. I hope I didn't lose those numbers. I think you did. I don't know if you mentioned fully committing and going through with a lottery, but, you know, we talked about the Brian Williams podcast, Free Brian Williams, about him lying on yep, the air. Yep, I believe nothing that I say or that you say, frankly. I don't know if you told me about it. I think you did, but I might be lying. I
1: think I did. So if I didn't, mm-hmm. uh, or for those who don't recall or didn't know, I had a dream and there was a phone number in it. I don't remember whose phone number it was, but I wanted to remember it. So I was like, ba yes. ba ba yes. ba ba ba, yes. right? Ba 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 ba. But the problem is when you have numbers like so. I thought, well, I'm going to play the lottery because I believe. That numbers are a way of connecting with mm, people on the other side. Mm, you know what I mean?
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. All right.
1: So, like, I have a piece of plexiglass in front of me right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Consider that a membrane separating me from the other side. Right? <laughs> so, there, there are yes. spirits on the other side, and I feel like that's their way of being able to communicate with you because they can't speak to you. Right? Okay. So, I thought somebody is telling me to play these numbers. So if the numbers are, let's just say um, six, four, five, one, two, two, five, okay Well, now there's so many different combinations mm-hmm. of that that I can play. yes. I could play six and four and five, or I could play sixty four and fifty one. 22. You know what I'm saying?
0: Say the number. Yeah. Especially I'm not giving you the number.
1: number. I, so there are two oh, are repeating th- numbers. <laughs> I'm not right. giving you all my winning... What do you wing. think?
0: Uh, I'm going to go and play the numbers and then win big and not give you a cut?
1: All right. Let me change the numbers. Six, four, five, one, two, two, three. Six- yes, I do.
0: By the way, to <laughs> answer okay. your question.
1: Six, four, five, one, two, two, three. So you could play six and four. You could play five, one. If you're playing the Powerball, you could play. 12 there, you there's play 720
0: different ways i mean that you could organize that number what am
1: i gonna do how do you know that
0: six factorial you found out how many different numbers there are in that lineup okay and then you do six times five times four times three times two times one
1: which wait, by the way wait, wait, that's a good tip
0: yeah i'm gonna give you another one right here too okay okay, okay. hang on three times two times one um if this is a fun fact for all you kids out there listening, oh, no. how many different ways could a baseball manager oh, set yeah. a starting lineup of nine players? You know, who who do they want to bat first, then second, then third, then fourth? I'll tell you how many different ways they could do it. 362,880. Wow. They okay. gave us that in high school and we were like, what are you talking about? That's not true. There's like nine different ways to do it. Or maybe 81 if you do nine times nine.
1: Okay. Can we just do... One through seven. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So...
0: So you want to do seven different numbers? I'll tell you how many times you can do that. Okay, but do don't just
1: tell me. Okay, Explain so, it.
0: So then what you would do, if there are seven individual digits... Okay. Then the the way to determine your different ways of organizing those numbers, you okay. could do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. You could do... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. Right. Okay. So all those different seven, ways. Seven,
1: six, five, four, three, two, one.
0: So here's how you would figure that out. You would do, how many different digits do we have? Seven. seven. So seven. do seven times six times five times four times three times two times one. Okay. There okay. are 35,280 different ways that you could organize a seven-digit number. That's okay, why phone numbers worked for so long okay. with just seven digits. Huh.
1: Okay, so, and, and it's, people remember um, things in threes and fours. Did you know that? That's also part of the reason why it's the phone number has seven digits. Oh, is that right? Yep. Ba ba, bop, bop, ba ba. Um, But can I ask you, do you go seven times six, you get the answer, then you go take that answer times five?
0: Yeah, but if you're doing it on a phone calculator, you really just do it like this. Seven times six times five gotcha. times four times three times two Bye. times one. Then you hit equals
1: okay good tip steve thanks for sharing that
0: yeah you're welcome they asked me to share more math facts our bosses (laughs) 5040 is actually the number doesn't matter still it's a lot whatever it's a lot
1: um by the way someday i'll win this year i'll win something don't worry about it um (laughs) remember when you got the life hacks calendar for christmas that i gave you
0: and it provided us one year's worth.
1: Well, of kind tips. of. <laughs> no, because you would start reading off like seven of them a day.
0: Yeah, we always I guess it was like we had an alternate calendar, kind of like a cult, and we would say according to the <laughs> hacks calendar, it's you know, it's June 19th right. in reality it's March 7th. Right. Yes.
1: Because you got ahead of yourself I because love you that have calendar. like some, well, I got one. And Ooh. I will share a hack from that calendar when we get tipsy and also I have a question for listeners. Has anybody tried that peel-and-stick wallpaper?
0: I would I, love to know this.
1: I saw a whole bunch of it at Home Depot the other day, and I'm like, oh, my God, I would love to do a wall in my house.
0: Me too, Donna.
1: Well, please call us and let us know, and please. we will be right back on My Talk one oh seven one hey good morning and welcome back donna and steve on my talk 107.1 everything entertainment Whew, feeling good steve
0: yeah <laughs> i feel a little uh a little nauseous isn't the right word
1: what? but you
0: know when you feel like oh do i need to eat something like, like a little a, hollow inside like a ba- an empty barrel
1: oh like you have a little um low blood sugar
0: I wonder what my blood sugar is when I'm super hyped and mm-hmm. when I'm pretty, like, low. Mm. I wonder if I have diabetes.
1: <laughs> Time for a tip.
0: All right.
1: Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. So we got Cassie on the line. Hey, Cassie. Because you and I both are very interested in doing some peel-and-stick wallpaper, which we hear is really great because it doesn't leave residue on your wall. It goes up quickly. It comes down in seconds. So, Cassie, what say you? I put contact paper, the
2: peel-and-stick, on my countertop. In my kitchen, okay. and I also did the backsplash.
1: Oh, and
2: it has worked perfectly. It was such a cheap way to yep. like spruce up my
1: kitchen. Okay, oh wow, contact so paper. This is contact paper that you used to put in your drawers. Yeah, uh, and
0: what do you have? Yeah, do you have like a marble look or what?
1: Yeah, so it looks marble for the countertops, and then we did like a subway tile backsplash.
0: Nice. Wow!
1: do you have yeah. pictures you could send us <laughs> <laughs> i definitely can. i mean you don't have to do it right now or anything it's, but think of it later
0: donna yeah. and steve and show it miss um,
1: shannon miss shannon was on the show while you guys yes, yes. Up, and she did the same thing in her kitchen
2: mm-hmm. really we talked about it last week she talked she gave a quick tip on how to do a quick kitchen remodel and she brought up this contact paper and it did wonders for her kitchen, absolutely. Okay,
1: so why have we not been doing that all along? Contact paper's been around forever. I, I I think they're just rebranding it now.
0: I think people might just have it set in one space, and until some bold designer says, wait, you could try it this way, you could do all different kind of prints, and you could apply it here, you know?
1: It doesn't come... It doesn't, like, peel up on the corners or anything? No, I've... You know, I've been using it in my kitchen, which is, you know, you put your heavy
2: appliances on there and stuff, and it there hasn't been a single scratch.
1: Oh, I'm going to try this in my laundry room. That sounds like a oh, safe place yeah. to try it, good right? Yeah.
0: Okay. That is a good spot. Carol, thank you for the call. It's you not know what? Carol,
1: stop okay. <laughs> it's Well,
0: I'm Cassie. just. Cassie. It's a generic but name Cassie, for a woman. Cassie,
1: ignore him. Thank you, and, Cassie. Steve. Thank Thank you, Cassie. Bye. Happy New Year. Cassie
0: would get along with my Aunt Mary. Mary? Uh, Clarence? (laughs) (laughs) Mary Sue, who listens live from West Virginia most days of the week, sent me a picture. She has peel-and-stick wallpaper, too, as like a backsplash. It okay. works. I'm thinking about doing it in an entry room, and they have really cool designs now. You saw it at a uh, uh, Home, Home Depot. Depot. Mm-hmm. You can get it to look like a traditional backsplash. You can also get artistic designs on it. It's yeah. It's a thing. Okay,
1: I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it. I have a count like a counter in my laundry room. Yes, Queen. And it's you know, it's getting a little schmutzy. So yes. I wanna cover it and maybe this is a great place to start it. And I, I have another idea, Steve. I do too. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna say mine first. Okay. How about in the back of like shelving or yes. a bookcase? Yes. You we know? actually had
0: a designer come on our show. Um, her name is Danielle Rohde, and she is from. We had a White Bear Lake caller earlier. She's from a really cute store. It's called Upsy Daisy. It's in White Bear Lake. Okay. All if you're into like shabby chic farmhouse, all that, you will have a heyday there. She showed us how you can do wallpaper in the back of a built-in.
1: Right, which is a great idea. It really makes a difference.
0: Oh, it made such a difference. It looked really great. I like really great
1: in my dressing room
0: okay you sound like such <laughs> a rich snob when you say <laughs> in my dressing it's, room
1: it's just a room it's a bedroom that's turned into a closet but closet sounds so
0: so <laughs> common no no so,
1: no of, it sounds so not a closet like if i said hey will you put that in the closet people would be like where's the what
0: no donna People, if you said, "Would you put that in my dressing room?" Then people would pause. <laughs> not if you said, "Would you put that in the closet?" <laughs> yes. That's not Greek to the are common we on set man here. By <laughs> right, right, we we the way, we sorry, we got
2: one call. Whenever you guys are ready, okay,
0: we'll go
1: to Maria.
2: Uh, oh, dang it, Maria! <laughs>
0: hi, Maria. <laughs> Hello, hi. Uh, Peel and sticker. So, yeah,
2: we
1: put some up in our bathroom, oh, um, great. in just a powder room. And my husband and I almost got divorced. It was so terrible. Uh, why? <laughs> Say more. Yeah, Whatever. So here's, here's the problem with it. It's really it's easy to put up, and you don't need as many tools. But if your walls and your ceiling aren't perfectly
2: 90-degree angles, yes. it gets a little askew, and the patterns don't line up. Oh,
0: oh yes. I know so that the pattern up, matters. Like you can
1: cut it out, like cut out the bubbles. Right. But with peel and stick, you can't. Okay. yeah
0: that's that's but it thank comes you off easily. for your honesty so
1: I appreciate the fact yeah. that if you make a mistake, you can just peel it right off. yes, I mean, we had to like take a break and walk away from it, and we had <laughs> <Yeah>. three sheets <laughs> oh,
0: oh man no. I, you know so what let it me just work
1: better in your house because it's brand new
0: from an but, interior dis- well, I tell you what we've actually had some work done on our house, and our contractor was like. By the way, your ceiling's not even. This isn't even. It's a different length. I mean, houses are houses, they settle weird. Nothing's plumb. I get it. Hey, Cindy, thank you for the call.
1: It's not Cindy. No problem. Bye Maria. Thank you.
0: You guys don't give me a call screen that says the name Of these people. Because you're in your closet at home. I'm in my dressing room. (laughs) Get
1: back to work. When is that going to happen?
0: Hopefully never. Right? Jeez. Uh, Okay, now I'm thinking of doing something. Okay. I'm thinking of wallpaper is one of my things. Okay. This irritates my wife. Every new year, I come back and I'm like, you know what? Let's do this and this and this and she's like downstairs homeschooling 3 children right now and watching a baby and she's like can we how about we just survive until february want to do that instead so i come back with these ideas here's another idea that i have peel and stick yes but also do you know that you can do a diy faux beam across your ceiling no yes yeah
1: oh yeah you just paint it right you just take a stencil or something no
0: no Let's do me with the talking for this part. Wow. <laughs> Here's what you do. Wow. You, you have to go. On, you have to go on YouTube. <laughs> Don't bring a stencil to the wood party. This is wood. Getting hot in here. Who what is, is a wood ceiling? No, no. Okay, let's start over. Let's do it again. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Hey, something I wanted to try in the new year is uh, a DIY faux beam on your ceiling. No stencil required. What you have to do is get, essentially imagine a two by four that you fasten to the ceiling. And then instead of a solid beam that would weigh a gazillion pounds and really has to be fastened, you measure the distance wall to wall. And then you have these two cuts of wood. Essentially, you're making a U with the wood, a bottom piece and two side pieces that all get drilled into the fastener piece of wood that you ran across your ceiling. You stain the wood beforehand, and then you can take a ceiling and really add this dramatic architectural effect to an otherwise standard ceiling. And it doesn't, if you know what you're doing, I don't. I would have to hire this out. But if you know what you're doing, you could get her done for under 100 bucks.
1: Am I allowed to speak now?
0: Make it <laughs> good. Make it good. <laughs> We have cool. very little
1: time. Very cool. <laughs> Isn't that cool? You know what else I think is a cool idea? Thank huh. you for sharing that, Steve. That's fascinating. <laughs> You're um, welcome. I really like the pie tin ceilings that you can do also peel and stick right huh. now. Pie tin. Yeah. You know I'm,
0: say more words. Okay, so now. um
1: picture like an old, like a farmhousey kind of um kind of home. And pie tin, it's kind I of a see. design. And you buy them in panels and you just stick them up. And it's that's a really... Stick them up. Stick them up, yeah. <laughs> that's so 2019. Um <sighs> And I, I think that's a really pretty that's look, cool. too.
0: And anything that you do interesting with your ceiling is pretty cool.
1: All right. Well, good luck with yours. All right.
0: <sighs> well, guys, I got a jet.
1: No, you don't. We have did a we Money market coming up. Yeah, All we did. Uh, I don't know if we did.
0: Uh, Movie talk coming up next. Yes, I watched a bunch. Money Monday at 11.30.
1: But even before that, I am Grant is going to have a dirt alert upon our return.